This is Hebrews 11 in the King James Version. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony, that he pleased God. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. You really love me, and I appreciate you. And that's the Bunny 500, which is hilarious. Thank you. That's called Zoomies. And the one doing the Zoomies is... Um... Um, uh, Dolce the Brave. Um, okay. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah received herself strength to conceive seed, and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country, and truly, if they had been mindful of that country, from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, and heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, 
for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. That's a beautiful picture. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three okay. months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Isn't it cool that they talk about Moses with respect to, um, they said Moses had esteemed the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, and he didn't know about Christ then, except by his spirit? This is Hebrews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he probably just thought of it more as God's promise. But by the spirit, it says... I mean, at the time, maybe he didn't realize what he was doing. But in Hebrews, it gives him credit for esteeming the reproach of Christ. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think he would have done what he did if he didn't have hope in God's plan. I think it's amazing to for that. Now, I mean, I want to read it in a different version when I'm done. In his writings. Well. I mean to say, of course, he always had in his mind a vision that God gave him. And it was a, a vision that was enough for him to continue. It wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. If you go to Amplified, it says, He considered the reproach of the Christ, that is, the rebuke he would suffer for his faithful obedience to God, to be greater wealth than all the treasures of Egypt that he looked ahead to the reward promised by God. I, I like, kind of, getting a new appreciation also for like the passion version. Oh, here's the passion. Okay, this one says, this one says, Moses preferred faith's certainty above the momentary Enjoyment of sin's pleasure, pleasures. He found his true wealth and suffering abuse for being anointed. 
more than in anything the world could offer him, for his eyes looked with wonder, not to the immediate, but on the ultimate, faith's great reward. They don't mention Jesus in that version. But I think you lose something if you don't mention... What's NIV say? It says, by faith... Okay. By faith he kept the Passover and the application of blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. How is it possible that this is so different? Oh, no. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt. I mean, I think you have to read these versions of the Bible and say... So they have the blue letter Bible, but you have to say that God is giving him credit for reverence to Christ. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think there's something lost. Well, never mind. I mean, I, I agree that there is something lost, but what is God's ultimate? I just think it's amazing I that... I think the writer of Hebrews, if it's Paul, and Paul is saying that because he recognizes what the Passion calls the ultimate as Jesus himself. I want, I'm going to go to the blue letter. And every single prophet has the same vision. I'm going to go to the blue letter and see what the original text means also. This is Hebrews eleven twenty six. I just am so curious about that. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured a seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest, the, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians, essaying to do, were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell, after they were compassed about seven days. By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she received the spies with peace. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms wrought Righteousness obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens, women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection." And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yet, oh, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. 
they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth, and these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. So if I go to blue letter... And I go to Hebrews 11. Verse 26, I think. And I click on it and I go to interlinear. It says. Considering the reproach of Christ, it's Christos. How do you know that was the, the writer? He was trying to connect a Jew and what a Jew may know about the past and about the purposes Moses had to Jesus, right? So, of course, he's going to be mentioning the name. Not of course. I just see this as God giving Moses credit for it literally says considering considered reproach for the sake of Christ to be greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt since he was looking ahead to the reward I mean I just don't want to argue with I'm not saying you are I'm just saying that God is giving Moses credit for it says considering the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures so I'm so not used to using that word what does it mean again? reproach criticism right? reproach in the Bible means a reproach such as Christ suffered for the cause of God from his enemies. Right, it's like criticism or, or condemnation, right? It's used five times in the Bible, and it is um, specifically related to Christ's suffering in its use in the Bible. It occurs five times in five verses in the Greek concordance. Romans, Titus, Hebrews. So, for even Christ did not please himself. On the contrary, it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. And James. James is not last. Not this. It's, the Greek word is one, 
Monadismos. I don't know how to pronounce that, but James 1.5. Let's try that. Let's go to James 1.5. James 1.5. So that other word was onadismus, although I might be saying. Okay, this says... Who gives to all, now if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God. Who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. So I've looked up um, generously, not that one, and without reproach. Oh, onidizio, onidizo. Um, and it's a verb. To reproach, upbraid, revile, of deserved reproach, of undeserved reproach, to revile, to upbraid, cast favor in one's teeth. So this is a, it also means to defame, oralat, chide, taunt, cast in teeth, reproach, revile, upbraid. So... The, it's a verb, and it's from G3681. And can I go back to Hebrews? Hebrews 3681. Generously and ungrudgingly. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. The idea being, I can't believe you had to ask me. Oh. Why, why didn't you already have it? Oh. That would be the opposite of that. Well, oh, 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 oh. Right. Right? Yeah. Well, that reproach means he's not going to criticize you for having asked. Mm-hmm. He's not going to rebuke you for not having it to begin with. But the other reproach was tied to the th- the idea of Jesus, according to the interlinear concordance of the Greek word. Be that as it may, let it sit where it sits. <laughs> 